I'm pushing for Carpathon 2024. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to put together a one pager and just float it out there. Everybody and welcome to the deep drop for another episode. Luke McCredden here and Adam Ring, my good friend, is with me as always. Ads, how are you, pal? I'm good. I'm good. We're uh, straight off the back of a long weekend. Yeah, I guess yeah. you call it the the last the last one of the fishing season. Is that what we uh, refer to? Yeah, because then we kind of the next one is probably what grand final ish. Grand final, yeah, yeah. Which is the yeah, which I guess end of the end of the AFL grand final marks the start of the fishing season. True. Though I don't like I don't like saying the end of the season because there's still a little bit going on. I do you know what I don't love the season sort of comments at all unless it's a proper closed season. Do you know what I mean? I just think yeah, there's always fishing to be had. Yeah, I guess it's probably it's probably the last long weekend where. You really got to start like digging into the deep, dark depths of motivation to <laughs> yeah, even get true, it going. True, true, true. <laughs> so it's not so much a fishing season; it's more of a motivational season. Yeah. Well, welcome everybody, and I hope you had a great long weekend for the King's birthday, or yeah, it's, it's something still weird. like that. It's weird. It's, it's Isn't weird. That weird. Yeah. It anyway, weird. whatever it was, it was yeah. a long weekend. Is what it was. We'll, we'll take it. <laughs> Uh, welcome. If you're new here, um, thanks for coming along. This is the deep drop where Adam and I talk about fishing uh, for your next ha- half hour or so. And I'm not going to lie, it, it doesn't always make a lot of sense, but we just enjoy talking about fishing. And if you're here to really learn and hone your craft, it's probably not the place. No, I shouldn't say, <laughs> I shouldn't say that. There's oh, definitely pick there's, up little bits and pieces. Definitely <laughs> learnings, but it's uh, we're about having fun and just enjoying fishing for what it is. And it's just an, an, an unbelievable pastime that we're. Proud to be a part of ads, and uh, it's 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 great to talk about every week with you. And if you if you're not new here, if you've been along for the ride, great to have you back. Uh, we're enjoying uh, hearing lots of questions coming in this uh, this week. We've got a few listener questions from Instagram ads that we're going to jump into a bit later on as well. But I suppose off the top, mate, we should jump back into what we launched last week, which is of course the live show that's coming up in just a few weeks. The deep drop and wind against tide. We're doing it live, Adam, in Poker Face in Berwick. Okerface yep. is the venue, Berwick in Victoria. Now, just I suppose for if maybe you haven't heard about this yet, but if if not, let's let's run it through, run you through it. Uh, Thursday the sixth of July, the deep drop, us and Wind Against Tide, our good friends over at Wind Against Tide. If you haven't heard their podcast, go check it out. Dave Standing, uh, one of the most accomplished anglers I've met for, a, for quite a while. He, he knows how to get it done. And they talk about fishing like we do, but they probably make a bit more sense of it, Ads. But anyway, we're getting together. We're having a few beers. We're having a couple of pizzas. Pizzas are on us, by the way. If you get your ticket, pizzas are on us. Come along and just be a part of the show, I think, is the is the big call out, Ads. Yeah, it is. We're going to have a bit of fun. We're going to try and... We're going to convert this bad boy into a live setup. <laughs> and the whole point is a little bit of entertainment, lighthearted entertainment based around fishing. Come and enjoy a beer, a, a couple of bits of pizza, yep. and a laugh. Because we'd love to have your company. We're gonna look. We're gonna run a muck. We'll um, yep. 
yeah, we'll we'll have a bit of a crack and we'll have a bit start of throwing a few silly questions around. We'll take the piss out of wind against tide. Yeah. I'm sure they'll I think they're nervous. Bit, you know? I think they're nervous. <laughs> yeah, you reckon we got them covered in the shit talking stakes? <laughs> yeah, I reckon. I reckon we do. <laughs> but uh, but the other thing too is we're recording. We'll be recording live, so you guys yes. have got every opportunity to be a part of this show and a part of that episode, which is what we want. Um, we're going to throw it out there. We want you guys to get involved and as you do now, but you've got the opportunity to actually be involved in the recording of the show, which is so, I'm really excited about the prospect of having everyone in the room and, and being a part of it ads. Cause it's what makes us tick it. What's it's what makes us keep coming back and recording the show. Yeah, exactly. And it just adds another, another layer to the podcast when you can come and see it live. So jump on over to trybooking.com and yep. search the deep drop and wind against tide. It'll come up there straight away. You can purchase your tickets directly from trybooking.com so that it's easy on the night and you can just roll up it and enjoy the festivities. Yeah, and if you're on Instagram, you can uh, go to the Deep Drop or Wind Against Tide pages and the links will be in the bio or in the description of some of the posts there so you can follow it that way too. So Thursday, 6th of July, it's only a couple of weeks away, Ads. Uh, we kick off, I think we kick off about 7pm on that particular night and look, it's not going to be a super late night. Don't stress if you've got to work in the morning. We'll go for a couple of hours and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. So it's basically the weekend though, isn't it? We're calling it. Yeah. Have the next day off. All right. I'm not talking right, to you. Um, I'm talking to the oh. people that are coming. But can I have the day off too? Yeah, go on. Go on. Uh, it'd be great to see people there. So it would be really awesome. If you've got any issues and uh, if you've got any questions about the night, feel free to reach out to us. All the, all the Wind Against Tide crew via Instagram is probably the best bet. But there's nothing to it. Rock up, have a few beers and uh, enjoy it. I'm yeah, looking forward to it, Ads. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm very excited for it. It's going to be uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. A it lot is. Of fun. Certainly is. Now we've got an episode to do, mate. I haven't really spoken to you much at all this week. What do you? I mean, did you get away or do anything over the kings or queens or princesses? But long birthday or whatever. It yeah. Was? <laughs> oh well, you know, as long as we keep getting days off, they can keep churning out birthdays. I don't yeah. care which one of them it is. But uh, yeah, look, I didn't go away. Um, I stayed local. I did manage to sneak out for a fish, which was pretty cool. And Good. there was a few, a few little things. It was a successful trip. I fished uh, down in the Patterson Lake system with my old man, which was great to go and spend a few hours on the boat, just cruising around and casting a few hard bodies and plastics and bits and pieces at the pontoons and moored boats and, and whatnot. So that was great. But there was one thing that struck me, Luke, straight away. As soon as I hit the water before we get to what what you got up to on the long weekend i want to fire a question at you straight away fire away when you roll up anywhere doesn't matter where what system you're fishing whether it's freshwater salt water estuary bay doesn't matter what's your initial thought when you see that the water's brown yeah oh it's not appealing is it it kind of is a bit of a turn off Um, do you reckon it do you reckon it kills the fishing like do you uh, reckon it has a detrimental effect on the fishing well, I don't. It's a. I don't think always. I think it depends who you talk to, and and also what you're fishing for and where you are. Because I know there's some situations, and I don't want to take away from the river situation or an estuary situation. But I know, for example, um, when I think about snapper fishing, when there's a big rain and that dirty layer of water gets across in the shallows. That's a that's a great time to actually pepper those shallows for for snapper because they'll be sitting in there under it. So, look, I, I think this. Well, I know what you. I think I sort of know what you're getting at. It's certainly a bit of a turn off for the angler, isn't it? Because it just looks a bit shit. Yeah. But yeah, I, I don't I, know. 
it's it normally means there's a little bit of fresh water sitting on top, but it doesn't. You know what I mean? It doesn't mix all the way through. Mm. This is only here endless stories. You know, a little bit of a rain, and let's just use Pado as an example. A little bit of rain. You got perch that come out into the main system. You got Mulloway little crews out. Yep. It's just so unappealing. Yeah, yeah that's the, admittedly, that's the thing. and and luckily we spent a little bit of time up the back of the main drag, having a little bit of a look around, and it was pretty dirty. There's a lot of water pushing out of the water sports center. Not, mm. it wasn't ridiculous, but there was a nice stream of fresh water coming through that was definitely mixing things up. But once we got into the canal system itself and got right up the back, it was actually quite pleasant. There wasn't, it wasn't brown at all. I'd say it was just nice, normal yep. looking water. It wasn't super clear. It wasn't dirty. So it was actually nice, enjoyable um, conditions, but it, I just thought straight away, you sort of mm. get down there and you have a look at the water. And as soon as you see it's a bit, brown or mucky you, you can't help but get down to the dumps oh, no, a little bit for sure. so did you put a few lures in in that yeah, water did. Or did it sort of yeah, put you did. off to the point where you just moved on no 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 we spent we spent a few hours casting around looking for any perch that may have come out of the system just chasing the fresh water down uh, and got one hook up didn't land it i couldn't tell you what it was my gut feeling is it was just a small bay trout it didn't really do anything uh, it didn't really <laughs> pluck like a you know, an EP bite. But, yeah. Um, yeah, but after that, we, we sounded up a few fish in there. I said nothing nothing really happening, but I don't know whether it was a dirty water thing, whether it was a slack tide thing, but that was right at the top of the tide. Yeah. So it's it's hard to know. But once we got up in the up into the canals itself, we, we picked off a few brim, which was nice. It's a funny thing because the confidence plays a huge part in fishing in general, whether you're fishing offshore for marlin or inshore for brim and snapper or freshwater for trout or whatever confidence plays such a such a factor i think and and not maybe um not in all cases and not everyone will agree but i, I think it it's a huge part of it and i think when you if you've if you've made up your not made up your mind but if you've got a, a something in your mind already when you look at the water and it puts you a bit down it's really hard to you're probably not putting in as many casts or as much effort just be not not intentionally but just because your mind's already gone oh this is a bit shit yeah, yeah, exactly. And I, I'm with you. Confidence is everything. There's there's a difference between casting a lure and just chucking one in the water. Mm. It's when you're switched on and you're honed in, you tend to be able to a point make things happen. Yeah. And when you start to drift off a little bit and you think, yep. nah, this is no good, you just I, I think it does make a huge a huge difference. It's funny the dirty water or dirty looking water. Um, as you say, it's probably not dirty water. It's probably a layer on top, but. As yeah, far as visually, you th- I think about a, a system like the Yarra or the Maribyrnong, and I don't know if it's ever been clear water in there, but <laughs> Jesus, some good fishing up there. And it's again, it's probably the mindset. You probably go into a, a system like that thinking, oh, this is just what it looks like, so that's fine. We'll just fish like normal. But when it's a system or a piece of water that you shouldn't be that dirty or whatever it is, it, it really messes with you, eh? That's a good call. Yes, but, and, and with how much water that we have had over the last you know, near on 12 months with all that rain that we got sort of in spring last season, everything's still pretty full. So just the slightest little bit of rain is enough to really discolor the water. Yeah. So it's yeah, it's weird. I, we still we still caught fish. It wasn't exactly red-hot fishing, but I don't know if it would have been if it was clear. Does it I'm change? sure if we cruised up there and it was crystal clear, I would have told you it was way too clear and the fish were too speaky. <laughs> oh, you know when you look at the water and it's too clear, does it put you off, Adam? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what about what about 
the way you fish though, like my mind would turn to something where I'd need a bit more vibration or a bit more scent or a bit more action as opposed to, you know what I mean? Like take the visual aspect yeah. out of it and, and aim for a bit more noise or commotion in the water. Is that sort of... Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'm, scenting lures, definitely darker colored lures where you're going to get more of a silhouette rather than trying to keep it really natural. Yeah. Uh, and, and really trying to... F- make a conscious effort to fish slow mm. just to give them time, give the lures time to work, give the fish time to find them. But see, I must admit the other thing I find really hard, once I got up into the system itself and had structure to cast out, I felt quite comfortable. But when we're down the main drag and we're sort of more relying on our sounder and bits and pieces, and it's not, I know the theory behind a sounder, I know the theory on how to work it, the theory on how to read it. Mm. Once that's put into an actual practical application, it's it's pretty funny how quick you go. Fuck theory! What the hell's going on? <laughs> so we we yeah. um I said we did we did sound some fish up in there, but I feel less comfortable casting out into open water per se. Yeah, I know yeah. there's stuff going on underneath, and we could sound that, we could find that structure, we could find those fish, but it just it wasn't as comfortable. I, I'm a lot more comfortable casting into some physical structure that I can see, knowing exactly where I need to put that lure. Well, every, to try and get everything you've learned about estuary fishing or fishing in general, for that matter, is around structure, fish structure. Yeah. Whether it's offshore or, or in an estuary, like fish structure. So when you're looking at structure and then you're fishing out into open water or casting out into open water, you're right, it feels completely wrong. It just feels weird. Um, but then we also know that a lot of those fish, like, estuary perch brim they're schooling fish and they can stack up in a big body of open water and you'd probably drive over them nine times out of ten yeah and and that's and that's where the electronics and the sounders and things come in really handy it's just it's so easy to doubt yourself when you know i can talk through the theory of a sounder and the basic workings of it and say yeah this is what you want to look for but then when once you get out there and you see it Oh, is it is it fish? Yeah. Is it weed? Is it bait? Is <laughs> what sort of fish is it? I just need to know so that I'm. You just, it's very easy to date. So. Yeah, no, for sure. No, it's a good call. I think that yeah, the brown water, the dirty water, can be a bit off-putting. But you know, you still got. But to I, go. I don't know how much it mucks around with the fishing. No, you've though. still That's got to thing. go. They've got to be there. You've, I've got to wait. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what we'll tell ourselves anyway. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, um. I, Something interesting happened to me yesterday, and it's something that I want to talk to you about. I um, I I had a pretty low key weekend, and I just thought yesterday about midday, I thought I might just duck duck out for a couple of hours just for a bit of a flick, and I, I literally just went down to a surf beach just sort of down the road, knowing there's some really good gutters at the moment holding some salmon. I just tide was okay, it was good enough, and I thought, yep. So I just went for a wander and it was actually a really nice afternoon, sunny and, and a northerly wind. So it was really calm down on the on the beach. Um, and I found a really nice gutter, a really nice gutter. When I say found, it's a pretty common one. It doesn't move much uh, just because of a particular sort of set of rock and headland and whatever. But it's also a pretty hot surf spot. So I'm always uh, very conscious of, of surfers and I'm not silly about casting lures. And obviously the, in this particular spot, people are surfing way at the back so it's not even in the vicinity of where i'm casting but the particular gutter uh, an area that i'm f- uh, that i was fishing and is a is is kind of an area where the surfers get in and make their way out because it's obviously as you know with the gutter it's less breaking waves so they can actually paddle out without getting smashed to pieces 
And I reckon three times while I was fishing this particular gutter, a couple of surfers would come up. So I'd just stop. It wasn't a hugely wide area. So I'd just stop and obviously let them go out. They're not going to, I'm going to change. I was getting a few salmon um, and it wasn't going to affect the fishing sort of thing, but happy to stop, let them go. And, and, and it probably happened, I reckon, three times. And I just thought to myself, it's an interesting balance on a surf beach with angler and surfer. And part of, and I don't know why I was thinking it, but I'm start, I was thinking, I felt really awkward. And I'm like, am I in the wrong, am I, am I out of my, should I be here? Who's got right of way here? I don't know. Yeah, there's no, I don't know yeah, there's why, no rules. I felt really weird. I didn't know what to do. And I thought I was doing the right thing by just stopping and letting them through, almost like a giveaway sign. But I didn't get a, oh, cheers, mate. Or a, no, thanks, buddy. Or shuckers or anything you know from a surfer yeah. and i thought not i'm not saying they have to but i just thought oh, is there a bit of a i don't know is there a bit of a courtesy thing there that needs to happen both ways like i said i'm 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 not silly i'm never going to just bomb the cast out in the middle of a couple of blokes trying to paddle out into a wave that's not but i just thought oh, it's a really interesting balance and i want is there even a rift there like do we get along i don't even know well is, is it kind of the same when you're when you're cruising down a street near home, there's a car parked on the side and you've got another car coming head on. So you pull like you pull up, you pull in behind that sort of car to let the other one through first. Mm. How annoyed do you get if they don't wave? No, you've got to wave. You've got so to wave. Is it, so should we, is it the, should it be the same rules as the, the service? And I'm not having a crack at the service. I'm, I'm with you, mate. I've got no idea what etiquette is here. I think no. you've played the situation perfectly because Thank at you. the end of the day, you could have done more damage to them <laughs> than with with a you know with a nine foot rod and a forty gram slug with a big dirty treble hanging off the back of it, mate. As you know, I, I absolutely love where I live, and I love the the idea that yeah, there's every day there's people surfing all day every day, so it doesn't matter if it's a weekend or a middle of the week. Same as fishing, people get out and go for a fish, and I embrace the fact that. We can do that together. I just, every time, even if I'm walking to a beach with a rod in hand and there's someone coming down with their surfboard in hand, there's always a bit, I feel like there's tension there and I think it's in my head, but I don't know. Is there, and look, I don't know if any of our listeners are surfers uh, or or surfers slash anglers. Maybe there's a bit of a combo. I, I don't know, but I'd love to know if how surfers feel about anglers. I have no issue with surfers at all. Um, look, don't get me wrong; I would have wouldn't have minded a little, little wave over the steering wheel yeah, as I was about a, to paddle just, out. Yeah, just a little, yeah, a little acknowledgement that yeah, I see, I see what you're doing yeah. there. I like where your head's at. Thanks, pal. And it t- only took him a minute to paddle out, and I was back into casting medals into the surf again. But yeah, I just wonder if there's any sort of etiquette or if there's any, you know, animosity between the two. Um, I'm okay, but you know, I just don't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't. I'd, I don't see why there would be any animosity. There, there would only be some tension if it was warranted, if there needed to be. If you'd completely ignored that they were there, and like, you know, like, do you think it'd be weird instead, if I... instead of fishing, just sort of see how close you could land a slug to the yeah. surfboard? Or do you think they might think differently if I was like burling and chumming on the beach? For yeah, 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 that might be a bit of an issue. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just thought I just it, I'd go, you know, I fin and. As I said, I, no, it was no drama. It was great. I caught a few fish. They caught their waves. Happy days. We we each caught what we went there to catch. 
But yeah, I just wondered whether there was any how you'd felt about it. I'd love to know if there's anyone listening that's that feels the same way or has felt the same way or is a surfer. Um, yeah, just, sh- I'd love to. I'd love to yeah. hear from someone who surfs because I I don't surf. I have never surfed. I probably never will. It's just not something. One, I'm a way too unco to even attempt it. <laughs> I'm happy to admit that. So I'd rather yeah. just keep casting. But I think. I think like with any of these situations, Luke, as long as there's a little bit of mutual respect yeah. and we understand the balance of things, everyone's there to use the waterway and, and have a good time. And like I said before, it was, a I sort of said it jokingly at the time, but it is actually pretty serious. You could do some damage with oh, yeah. a nine footer and a 40 gram metal slice. Yeah. If I add an extra treble. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> no, it, yeah, uh, I think as, as long as everyone's mindful that everyone's entitled to use the water and you try and work around each other as best you can. I mean, it's a little bit different. If you walk down there with your fishing rod and there's 50 surfers on the beach and you're the only angler, maybe you think, oh, maybe this might not be the best spot for me today. Yeah, and, and if, well, I guess I wouldn't be fishing the, the big breaks anyway, but if for some reason that's where the fish were but there was 20 surfers there, I'm not going to be casting a slug into the surf. Like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's in, it's just an interesting. I'm certain it's in my head, but I just have this feeling of as I walk past the surfer, it's just like, oh, I feel like I'm in the wrong spot or something. I don't know. I don't know. Well, do you, do you ever think we see the day? Maybe, maybe we could work together, Luke. Maybe as the surfers come back in, you stop casting, mm. hand them your slug, and open the bail arm, and and Let they could know. basically go and go and drop your lure at the back of the breakers rather than. You know, you, you can only hit so far, and lucky the spot you're fishing's got a gutter that's nice and close. But imagine being able to drop that slice on the secondary drop, yeah, and then just covering heaps more water. That'd yeah. be pretty good. That'd be, that'd be good. That'd be good. <laughs> hey, it's it's you know, it's a. I'm open to it. I'm open to for this relationship to blossom. But I'm sure there's got to be some listeners that gotta are be. both surfers and fishers. Hit us up. I'd love to. I'd really love to hear it from a surfer's point of view because I wouldn't mind. Uh, I wouldn't mind hearing like a voice message on Instagram, but it's like it's like taken down a few times. You know, where they want to be anonymous, so it's just like <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> you don't even have to say where you surf or who you are. Seriously, I'd, I'd just love to know if you've got and be honest. Like if you if you oh, if, if you can't stand the fishers, leave yeah, that voice message because yeah, yeah. we'd love to play it. Tell us for sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm okay with it. I'm comfortable. Anyway, but that, that's just, I mean, it was a good, it was a beautiful day for everyone. It was absolutely stunning day on the beach. So I, I was happy. They were happy, happy days. Hey, um, I reckon we've got some Instagram questions ads we, we want to jump into. But before we do, um, and just because it's our podcast and we can talk about whatever we want, quick shout out to the Denver Nuggets for taking out the NBA championship. Yes, yep. Nikola we, Jokic, absolute superstar. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with yeah, it. Yeah, no, I'm fine with it. Yep. I and it's nothing, nothing against Miami. No, nah, fuck them. But it was, it was <laughs> nice. It's a it was nice to see. It was nice to see a franchise that's never won, never held the trophy. Yeah. Get their first one on the back of a bloody good finals campaign. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I raise that for a couple of reasons. One is because it's relevant. That, that was today. We're recording the day they won the championship. But we used to do. I used to host the radio show ads that I'd call you in most weeks, and we'd have a quick NBA update. And yep. the producer of said radio show used to always say, what are you talking about basketball for? This is a fishing show. So go and jam it, mate. This is our own show now. We can yeah, do exactly. it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's <laughs> our NBA finals, baby. It's finished now, so you won't have to hear about it. Yeah. 
Anyway, I've happy got days. Trade season though, that'll be big. Or trade. We'll, we'll give trade <laughs> updates. If anyone wants yeah. to hear NBA updates, let us know. Or if you don't, let us know. Yeah. <laughs> we can do trade updates. We could make the no, deep I'm drop NBA it. edition and just have trade updates like throughout the Yeah, it's, why not? Uh, all right. Now, Instagram uh, obviously is a great place for us, the deep drop Instagram page for to interact and talk to you fine people and get some suggestions for things we should talk about. And in some cases, like last week, Ads, we had some answers to things that we were talking about and had no idea about. <laughs> so, yeah. so that's great. Um, love that. And so don't stop getting involved. It's always an absolute pleasure to have uh, have you feature on the show. Now, a couple of questions I'm going to dive into tonight, Adam, for you. And uh, this is very much question without notice for you. I haven't shown you any of these, but too bad. Just deal with it. That's how we roll. This one is from, this first one is from Cody Coombs 26 uh, should there be a bounty placed on carp, for example, cheaper fishing license fees? Ooh. Now let's let's strip it back to just the first part of that question to start with, I think, which is should there be a bounty placed on carp? Now, obviously, as we know, carp are a pest uh, that cause lots of damage in our waterways and make it hard for our native fish a lot of the time. Um, we've seen things like... Uh, there are bounty for fox scalps. Used to be fox tails. Now it's fox scalps. I'm pretty sure, which obviously are a pest on the land. So, is an interesting. I've never, I've never thought about this one. I don't know, how do you feel initially? Just, just hearing it straight out of the box. Oh, I think it's, a, I think it's a great concept to muck around with, uh, because there has to be a way in which we can make the controlling of these pests of the waterways. An enjoyable, you know, make it, a, I guess, a part of this fishing game mm. that we're all trying to, because it's easy enough to catch them. You'll catch them by accident fishing for the natives. And, and ultimately, it's got nothing to do with the fish itself. It's just the fact that they do have a detrimental effect on our native species, like, you know, golden perch and Murray cod and Macquarie perch and yep. even down to gudgeon and bits and pieces that are struggling a little bit since their introduction but hey a a bounty system i Mm. don't mind it it would be interesting to see how it could be done whether it was we all right let's let's try and hash it out luke this is a fun little game that's a fun little game so straight away what are what are we what's the reward are you earning dollars and and or cents per fish yeah i think it's got to be it's got to be as simple as that uh, the dollar figure can't be huge because we know we, we want to we incentivize people to go and catch and kill carp. But at the same time, you know, we're not here to fork out millions of dollars. Um, yeah, that's you right. Know, as well. yeah. It's, it's got to be a balance. It's not, there, it's not there for you to earn a living off recreationally fishing for carp. So what's the number? Is it five bucks a carp? Oh, see, I don't know. That sounds rich to me. Is it two dollars? Is it ten dollars? Like, I'm, I don't know. Well, and, just... well, but but how? But how do you? How would you get the money? I love. I love the idea of potentially it coming off your fishing license, but that the opposite side of the coin coming off a fishing license is we're lucky enough to live in a state where our fishing license money does directly go back into our fishery. So I, I reckon I reckon we leave the fishing thing. license part out of it because I think 
I think it's a yeah, we've got a great the ability to have some fantastic things in Victoria, exactly like you say, on the back of fishing license fees. So I think no one's got an issue with the license amounts. What if the stores around like the fishing tackle stores around Victoria could register to be part of the program? Mm, yes. And you actually and you actually accrued a credit for your oh, wow. most local participating store. Oh wow. Okay. And then, that's, then, then that store's reimbursed or there's some sort of rebate program with the government or something like that. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Again, a dollar dollar amount on a fish probably needs to be worth it, but you shouldn't be able to go and sit on the bank for half an hour and go and cash in for a Stella. No, because it, and the other thing too is if, if, you're, if you're out there and you only get two or three, you still want to take them out of the system, but if you're only getting two or three, you're not going to go and try and cash them in for a couple of bucks. Yeah, or or what if, say this was an initiative run by the VFA, mm. what if they put aside some funding for it, they actually went and pre-bought a heap of gear and as you hit certain milestones That's a prize in thing. your carp expedition, they send you things. So oh, it's like, you, it's, you get it's like X, time X zone. amount of carp. Yeah, it's like when you're yeah, at time zone, it. you get, get enough yeah. tickets and you win it. Get the tickets. That's right. So, <laughs> X, so X amount of carp and they sling you a lure pack or then if you get to X amount, you get a, a rod and then a reel or a rod and reel combo yep. or whatever. I don't know. It, and it's then an we, it would be an interesting thing to muck around with. Yeah. Where, where do they go? Do you bring them into the shop? Well, that's the other thing. What do you do with it? And do what you, part of the fish do you need to show? Do you, do you take a trailer load of carp to Spring Street and drop them on the, on the yeah, doorstep of fisheries? Could get, it could get real messy real quick. Mr. Dowling, there's a delivery for you. Well, I, I I have a feeling though it would have to be it would have to be app run. Yeah, because because everything could be everything would be date and time stamped. It would almost because you, I, I you think get tricky people trying to dodge a system. Yeah, and I think the reason so you'd almost have to. Because I'm thinking about the fox situation. I think the reason it's scalp is because then, then you clearly have killed them as opposed to yeah. just taking a photo <laughs> or just saying that you've shot them. Doesn't really, yeah. you know, because they could still be out there. So it almost have to be a. I'm trying not to be gruesome or anything. So what do they chop a tail know, off or something? Do you know what they do? What do they do for reimbursement on the fox side of things? Do you actually get a reimbursement? I think I'm, I, I, I need some. Uh, we need some professional input here, but back in the day, it was—I'm pretty sure it was—it was a cash reimbursement. Yeah, so it might still be. I, I'm, I'm not a hundred percent sure. I'm sure there's some. In fact, I know there'll be people right now listening because I know some of the listeners are, are hunters. Um, let us know; that'd be good. We could bring that up in next week's show to cl- clarify that. But because um, I'm imagining it's along the same lines, isn't it? So whatever yeah. you know, if we can try and replicate that. Maybe we just chop the tail off or something. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's, it's hard. Yeah, it's hard because. What about even just, you know, what about even just like a national carp kill day where everyone's got the day <laughs> off work? Like, you know, it's, it's a, like what, what, what was it in The Simpsons? The whacking day? Whacking with the snakes? day. <laughs> <laughs> it's carp whacking day. Bring your friend. Bring your friends. Bring your family. Get the kids involved. Get a big stick. The, nation, the nationwide carpathon. Carpathon. 
<laughs> oh, it's Carp Kill 23. And uh, yeah. you just... But and actually, that, that could... That could almost be a better concept than an actual bounty thing. Because once you start involving money, things get really complicated really quickly. And you allow you open up people to dodge the system and yeah. it starts getting messy. Maybe, yeah, maybe a, a day based around carp eradication. Oh, carpathon Imagine is that. perfect. I love Grabbing carpathon. the kids down the bank and we're just targeting carp with, and we're just going to kill everything. What are we doing today, Dad? We're killing carp. Brutally, yeah. no, not that's brutally. what's we happening. Have to be brutal about it, but yeah, but for the better, for the it's for the good of you know the natural environment. Yeah, can you imagine how quickly it would get negative press if on one day of the year, there's a kill. Facebook or yeah. Instagram was just just thousands of people with their carp kill shots. Yeah, yeah, and and. You know the fantasy of it's great. I think it'd have to be very um, heavily policed. I don't mean by the police, but policed as in controlled um, is probably the right term. So it'd probably be a select. I see that takes the fun out of it. No, no, no. It couldn't be controlled at all because it doesn't matter where a carp is. You want it dead. Yeah. In theory. Well, so it doesn't that- matter where. It's it's more just. It's yeah. It's, let's there's just say, say Car- Carpathon would have been relevant 20 years ago, maybe not in 2023. I'm, I'm pushing for Carpathon 2024. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to put it out there. It would be a pretty epic day. <laughs> I've got a meeting with um, Anthony Forster and Tra- and Taylor Hunt in the in a couple of weeks. Bring Should I up. float it out there? Bring it up. I'm going to put together a one-pager and just float Co- it in front of them. Cody was sent the message in, didn't he? Cody? Uh, yes. Is it Cody? Um, yeah. And and just float it out there about Carpathon twenty twenty four. Well, Cody, what do you reckon? Would you like to still see a bounty system, or would you be happy with? Not that we could make this happen, by the way. We're just having fun and throwing. Hey, hey, hey. Some Enough of the negativity. Out of <laughs> hey, I'm I'm about this. You know, <laughs> you know me. I I dive into things head first. I'm going Carpathon twenty twenty four. But yeah, you're right. What do you reckon, Cody? Because well, sh- yeah, shout out, Cody. Would you would you participate in Carpathon twenty twenty four or would you prefer to be paid per tail one one center scale or something? Yeah, once because you know what, if it if it was a bounty thing, people would put some serious time and effort into killing. Oh, it would it would actually have a proper effect on the problem Huge. fairly yeah, yeah, yeah. quickly. That's I and I think that's the silver lining of the whole bounty thing and why it's an interesting thing to actually discuss because it could work really well and. There's been, I'm sure it'd have to be thousands, if not, you know, thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars spent on trying to find a virus that would do the job. It could do it, but when we weren't sure on the other environmental effects it was going to have, so rightly so, it was was shelved until all of those answers, you know, all those questions could be answered. What do you mean by shelved? (laughs) Shelved. Well, I don't know what you like to do with your carp, but <laughs> you've got to kill them somehow, mate. <laughs> yeah, so well, okay. I reckon that. Um, yeah, I, look, I, a bounty would work. Uh, not going to lie, I I think it would a bounty on carp would almost be more successful than a virus. Yeah, I, I tend to agree. I think if if there was a way to set it up so it was a it was a well organized sort of 
um, yeah, and, and there's an element of control about it, but a, a bounty situation would encourage people to spend some serious time on it. Uh, yeah, interesting. Well, can, well, but, but, you know but again, let's. Can, I just I just want to call out again, just at people out there that have got a bit more information on the Fox situation that that happens, and and um, again, I'm pretty sure it's scalps. I think back in the day it was tails, um, but the, I know there's people listening that have info on that. Let us know how that works, and if you think it could work for a car bounty situation too. Yeah, and I was saying, keep an eye on the Detrop socials over the coming days. We'll we'll throw a tile up asking Carpathon 2024 Mate. or Carp Bounty. And just just comment either Carpathon or Bounty. Just comment underneath. I'd love to get a quick tally on what the people out there yeah. would be more inclined to participate in. Maybe yeah. one one day of the year where everyone gets together and just goes and slaughters carp so they can't slaughter I was, carp anymore. I was or think, I was thinking pay some money for these things. I was thinking weekend, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Six months, long stretch, weekend, whatever. King's yeah. birthday. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, we'll take another public holiday for for Carpathon. Oh, Carpathon's its own public holiday. If you're interested in uh, merch for Carpathon 2024, let us know. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get some. I'll get some hoodies made up. Um, hats, stubby holders, obviously. That's um, well. Yeah. Let's. What do you reckon? Let's leave it at that. We'll we'll pop yeah, the we'll pop good. the tile up if we if we're working towards Carpathon or a bounty system. Love it. That's, that's actually pretty cool. Great, great question, Cody. Awesome. Thank you, Cody, for that. All right, next next one um, from Silly String Flings. Silly String Fling. Oh, say that three times. Silly fast. String Fling. <laughs> the uh, It's a bit of a statement. Oh, no, it's a question. Long arm photos, yay or nay? Oh. <laughs> it's a great one. Controversial. Yeah. Um, and anyone who's not sure what that means is that, You've seen it a million times. You may not be aware of it. It's where uh, an angler catches a fish, um, usually a bit smaller, and really stretches the arms out towards the camera uh, for when they're getting a photo and just makes the fish look a bit bigger. And sometimes sort of for scale, if you're looking at the person's head and the fish, you go, gee whiz, it's a, it's a monster. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yay or no? Oh, no, you can't be doing stuff like that. But at the same time, you can't be holding the fish up against your chest looking like Milo bloody Kerrigan no. trying to go all stiff as a board so that we get a, a full gauge of the size of the fish. But There's a balance, isn't you, there, Adam? Yeah, you can't be... Um, yeah, you can't be... You can't have the fish on a bloody selfie stick and pushing it out that, that far in front that it looks like I've got a, something that it's not. Yeah, I've, I've got a bit of a take on this and and that is those smaller fish that typically get held out like that whether it be a flathead or a trout or a brim or something like that they're not really the sort of fish that you for me it's the photos should be of the fish like it shouldn't matter about you in the background you know what i mean i hate those ones and i know we've spoken about this before but the (laughs) one where the the angler's staring passionately into the eyes of the fish is one of the worst things i've ever seen it's the best it's the best. You couple that photo with a tournament shirt, lightning and in the background, arms, yeah, and outstretched arms. And if you really want to go the whole hog, make sure that small fish was caught by your mate. Yeah, it would be big time. <laughs> oh no! So yeah, it's a, it's a. You can't be doing it. You can't be doing it, can you? Um, because it's so obvious that it. Yeah, it's obvious. The giveaway is always the fingers. 
Yeah, you know the fingers. Yeah, when it looks like the yeah, it looks like the Hulk is like yeah. holding onto a fish. Yeah, so yeah. it's a great it's a it's a great point um, brought up. Like long arm photos, it just gotta you've got to let it go. If, you, if yeah, you, rain rain it in a bit. Yeah, if you, if you're either too embarrassed to take a photo of the fish for what it really is, don't take a photo, or just focus in on the fish itself and don't worry about sort of the scale of it next to you. That's what I would suggest. Yeah, exactly. So the the question there adds was long arm photos, yay or nay? It's an absolute nay. Nah, definitely a nay. Yeah. It's but an great, easy nay. Great call though. Thanks for that silly string fling. Love it. Uh, really enjoying the the feedback on Instagram ads at the moment. It's um, it's a lot of fun. And then you know I don't want to keep harping on it, but this is what I'm looking forward to with the live show. Getting that those questions or those comments thrown out mid show. Give us yeah. a you know just. Pile in. Well, and if you'd like official judgment on any of your photos holding a fish <laughs> on whether we think you're holding them out too far, please send them on through to the Deep Drop Instagram Great page. One. We are more than welcome to tell you whether you – well, sorry, we're more than happy to tell you if we think you're being a dick yeah. and holding the fish out too and, far. And better yet, you know, if you've got a mate that does it, send your mate's oh, photos. Oh, dob them in. Yeah, dob them in. And we'll tell, dob them, in. We'll tell them straight yeah. up. Yeah, We'd, I'd love to build up a bit of a montage for future live shows, Luke. We can just have the shrine of long arm. The shrine of, of dicks. Oh, no, that sounds a bit wrong. Um, yeah, what, what kind of show are we putting different, up? Different shrine, different show, different podcast, sorry. Uh, yeah, but, um, you know, there's some classics out there in the in the photo world and we've been through it a lot in this podcast. It's, um, yeah, but it's so funny. It's actually hilarious. It's so funny. It's actually hilarious and... There's um there's some in America too that the, the Americans do it well and when I say do it well I mean do it so badly that it's so funny yeah um, so you know we we let's not get to that level um but yeah it's entertaining it's entertaining well mate I reckon uh, I reckon that's good I reckon we we wrap that up there we've got a lot to get through as far as uh off the back of this episode I reckon we've got we've got yeah we've, that, we've made a few callouts <laughs> yeah that we do um and it starts with. Well, it doesn't start with. It starts with the live show. Get involved in that. Trybooking.com. Yep. Search the Deep Drop. You'll see the tickets there. Or simply find the link in the Instagram, Deep Drop Instagram page. Head over to Win Against Tide. Have a listen to their show. Same deal. They've got links in their uh, uh, Facebook and Instagram that you can find the show. Um, but aside from that, mate, I'm going to be pretty busy the next week putting together putting together Carpathon 2024. So if anyone wants to volunteer in that program, let's get it happening. Yeah, I might jump behind the old <laughs> jump behind the computer and start designing a bit of official merch for Carpathon twenty twenty four. Yep, and um, see what we can come up with there, Luke. I, I don't mind it. No, nah, it's going to be lots of like sort of um, blood splatter in the logo on the hoodie. Is what yeah. I'm thinking. No, nah, that's. I mean, we I mean, we have called it in previous episodes. We're innovators on this show, Luke. So yeah, we've uh, we've come up with some pretty cool things, like you know, Olympic fishing. Yeah, uh, we've had some crazy, insane app to claim, oh. you know, records and records. bits and pieces. Yeah, yeah. and the now next... we've got Carpathon, which, admittedly, it wasn't our idea, but we're happy to build on it and turn it into something completely ridiculous. But see, I reckon, you know, I think we've also spoken about a uh, like a state versus state fishing tournament. Yes, I reckon Carpathon could be like a bonus round. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, for extra, yeah, extra points. Yeah, so hey, it the, could be the difference between first and second. Well, it might be the might be the final. And, yeah. You know, they've put all their skill into getting to the final. These two last two states, and they might just go. All right, well, here's how you win: catch as many carp yeah. as you can. Yeah, yeah. You've got twenty four hours. Real only. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Time starts now. Bang. 
Yeah. <laughs> All they're, they're given a rod and reel and a months. knife, <laughs> and away you yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Hey, um, but no, thanks again, times. thanks again, everyone, for uh, getting involved. Those those couple of questions were great, and we did have plenty. We've got plenty more as well in that that we haven't been able to get to the last couple of weeks, but um, we'll get to those for sure and keep them coming. And just suggestions, anything you want to see or hear, and and even for the live show, if you're coming along, if you've already got your tickets and there's something you want to hear about there. I'm sure Ads and I can squeeze it in. We're going to have a lot of fun on that particular night for sure. Um, subscribe to the Deep Drop. Tell your friends about it. Tell your school teachers or your employees, or your employers, or your someone you see at the boat ramp. Just let them know. Have you heard the Deep Drop, mate? No? Yeah, chuck it on. Here you go. Here's a link. Yep. Bang. Just just hit follow. Just hit follow. Spotify is yep. good. Spotify's the yeah. easy one. Just hit follow, follow and away you go. But however you want to do it, whatever you want to do, subscribe and follow wherever you find it and jump on Instagram, give us a follow there and uh, keep in the conversation. Keep it up. We've got lots to talk about this week, so we'll see you over there. Adam, thank you. Have a great week. You too, mate. This is going to be good. We'll uh, we'll catch up during the week and start, you know, putting some stuff down about the live show, which will be a bit of fun. Carpathon, I'm looking forward to that. Yep. It might be a shit live show because I'll be too busy spending all my time on Carpathon. <laughs> the live show might just be about Carpathon 2020. Yeah, it could be. <laughs> In- information night. Yeah, love it. Righto. See ya. See ya.